2: Well, we all know I can't stain Karen, so. Well, this feeling's be, mutual. Me and drunk Karen will probably never well, be good. So I have decided that I'll just tell you the truth, your whole truth. And Giselle, that's nobody you don't want this. You're, you're I'm drunk, truth. You are a drunk. You're cheating, true. You're hot, you're a broke, true. Shut up. Just she up. shut up. I, yeah. I'll spread it out over time. Giselle, don't worry. You know I won't you're tell it all right tonight. I'll it. spread it out. You want to talk about your fiery box that's on fire, and that's why you can't keep a man? Do you want to do that? What's
0: blessed. Something in every cell of my body feels right. Why? Because our ladies from The Real Housewives of Potomac are back. Of course, you guys, I had to talk about the premiere. Join with me in the incredible Brittany Pierre. Hi. Hi, Kara. How are you? Uh, Just, you know, blessed and highly favored.
2: I know. I feel like my life has meaning now that Potomac is back in my life. (laughs)
0: something just feels right in the world I feel that way when well I used to feel that way with Vanderpump Mm -hmm. and now Summer House was replaced that and Potomac is really like number one in my heart so talk to me about your like relationship to Bravo are you do you like spread out from the housewives do you watch other shows So I do like the
2: other shows on Bravo. I just started getting into Summer House because all my friends were like, you have to watch Summer House. So like I'm slowly watching each um, season this summer and I do really like it. I I really enjoy it. I watch Married to Medicine a lot. And but mainly I'm a housewives kind of girl.
0: Okay, Um, Were you down with Potomac from day one or did you catch up on the wave last year like everybody else did?
2: I am a day one girl.
0: Nice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> are you as well? Yes, I am. I I just, something just told me that like this was the one to watch. And, you know, everybody's, <laughs> truly, I feel like the most annoying question within like the Bravo fandom is, oh, I haven't watched this this series yet. Where should I start? And it's like, you should always start from season one, episode one. Like, just do it. Yeah. Do it. So- what are you going to do? you're already committing to wasting your time to watching the show. Just watch the whole thing. So um, for me, the ladies, even though it wasn't like traditionally a housewife show or wasn't, it didn't begin as a housewife show. I thought there was something special about it from the beginning.
2: I really liked the first season. I mean, it's not my favorite season. You can tell like the oil hadn't like, you know, really gotten into them just yet, but I mean, you had Katie and she was like, just a little bit bonkers, just a little bit weird. Knew that there was just going to be something good about Potomac because it they were just such unique characters for each of them. Do you watch
0: Drag Race at all?
2: I used to not
0: anymore. Okay, because I love Katie Ross, I think she's so necessary. Mm-hmm. And I saw her on Instagram when she was just like in the streets of New York, down the street from her apartment, she runs into for those of you who watched a couple seasons ago or all stars now silky nutmeg, silky nutmeg Kanache just on the street. And it was such a meeting of the minds of just like two very messy people. And I feel like nobody saw it, but me, and it was just like a moment in time. Um, I haven't felt that way since I happened to be like one of the people who was actually watching Lindsay try to kidnap that kid. <laughs> Remember that? Like in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, that was so bizarre and no one talks about it. Nobody talks about it. So it was similar to that. I, God, I miss Katie. I, I, I miss her so much. I do too. I feel bad for her. Cause the last time she was
2: on, it was just like uncomfortable. Cause you knew something else was going on,
0: but she was yeah. so interesting to watch. She's still so interesting. I miss her and I I hope, I really hope the best for her. So what, who are your favorites on the franchise?
2: This is one of the few franchises where I literally love everyone. Like I do not hate any of them. Like even Candace, she gets on my nerves, but like, I can't hate her. Like every one of them just brings something different that makes me just love them. Like I even liked Monique last year and I know that she's a terrible person, but, it was fun to watch. I don't, I mean, I'm not for violence, but. It's but
0: you, the... are, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was talking to my friend Maya about this. Like, She was asking me how I felt about Monique versus Candace. And I was just like, this might be the one situation where I'm just totally neutral. I was fascinated with what happened, but I don't have like, I'm not, I didn't pick a side. Yeah. There was no need to. There was no need to, and I was just having fun just watching it all unfold. Right. Uh, do you like it's fair that Monique left slash was fired? Well,
2: now seeing the previews that Candace is starting another
0: <laughs> physical fight,
2: I'm like, maybe Candace is the common denominator in this situation. Okay. I really wanted Monique back. Um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, your time is just up. And maybe yeah. next time is up.
0: Speaking of Monique and time being up, R.I.P. to Tchalla. You no,
2: know, R.I.P. to those. You know what did it say about how he died?
0: Um, something a freak accident. Freak accident. Girl, like what? What happened? It had to be a fan, right? Like it Had to be. That's what I was thinking. Or it someone had- sat on it. One of the two. Chris, do you think big boy? Do you think big boy out?
2: <laughs> I, that's what I'm kind of thinking.
0: Okay, you guys heard it here first. Brittany Pierre, <laughs> breaking <Brittany> news: official <laughs> cause of death for T'Challa. <laughs> <laughs> Regulation by NFL player. Um, let's talk about the premiere. It, first of all, how did you feel about like the hype giving getting up to this, like the Nicki Minaj remix? The the Twitter uh, picture changing, like, they went full on. And I appreciate, like, they deserve it. But I also feel like Bravo was doing a lot with this, like, promo push. They really,
2: they finally gave them a budget. I feel like all these years, they kind of just left Potomac to the side and was always giving the money to, you know, OC or Beverly Hills. And... Okay. This push was a lot, but for somehow I missed a lot of it. Like I didn't even know the show was coming back. So I, maybe cause I took that little Twitter break that I didn't really yeah. see all of it, but I did like the Potomac remix of the <laughs> Nicki Minaj song. That was cute.
0: What a real treat. Speaking of budget, I feel like the first few minutes where, like, all the ladies are in their confessionals, I was like, oh, okay, they clearly got a raise, all of them. You could tell the makeup is better. Like, the makeup artists are a little bit more expensive. <laughs> the wig installs are a little bit more professional. The yes. outfits are not all from Dress Barn. Just <laughs> and-
2: I mean- like a weird boutique where they shop I'm still very confused where they get their fashions from
0: I totally agree I feel that way Um, if you did watch 90 Day Fiancé um, Darcy Mm. from 90 Day Fiancé she exclusively shops at like there's like some sort of like lion the witch in the wardrobe that she has (laughs) like a secret closet where she finds her clothes I've never seen anybody wear clothes like Darcy and I I I feel the same Giselle
2: (laughs) And Jersey has the same thing, too. I'm like, where do they find
0: these? Where do you find these? (laughs) It's amazing to me. Um, So we get the flashes. like The producer's like, how would you explain the last year? And then we get flashes of Candace and Monique fighting. And, you know, Giselle says that it was toxic. And then we get flash-forwards to what's going to happen. And Karen and Giselle fighting in a bunch of flower crowns and Candace calling Ashley a pregnant Ashley or a recently not pregnant Ashley, Um, Mm wide-bodied. Mia and Candace throwing lettuce at each other, which I'm looking forward to. Um, This looks like a real big mess. And uh, I have to say like this Karen and Giselle situation Has been like perfectly executed. Like it's been brewing under the surface. This entire time. And to see the culmination of it all. It's like watching Mike Tyson. And Evander Holyfield fight. It's incredible. It was an incredible. (laughs) Um, The feminism like. Jumped right out the window for me. I'm like I don't care that it's two women fighting. Over men. And the value of men that they have in their life. Like I don't care. I'm living for this. I'm loving it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, let's talk about the taglines real quick. So Giselle's is, the secret to a pretty face is staying in the shade. How do you feel about that? Are you yay or nay? Oh, gosh.
2: Her, like, personality trait being around, like, her beauty and her eyes is just, like, girl. The colorism. This is too much. Um, <laughs> and that's just so corny. It's so corny to me. It's so corny, but it's so Giselle. You it's know? so Giselle. It's so 2001 Blue Control. you know. <laughs> um,
0: okay, then Mia, who says, if you want to pop off, I'll be happy to get you adjusted.
2: <laughs> That's pretty good, because she's doing chiropractic, so I
0: like that. Not bad for, like, a first season mm-hmm. housewife that we know nothing about so far. Right. Um, Robins is, I may keep you waiting, but trust me, I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't feeling about that.
2: I feel like this is, like, telling us that she's never going to get married to Wong. <laughs> but it also, she's always late, too. This
0: could be double right. meanings to this, several meanings. Several. Um, Ashley's is, the only thing messier than two boys is me. Hmm. <laughs>
2: exactly. I mean, Michael I mean, is the messiest I don't know if you can right. beat top Michael
0: Truly Truly um, Who's next Candace My blessings are many and my patience Is none We know that yes <laughs> That's not
2: Perfect for her
0: <laughs> Yes <laughs> um, Then Wendy's is This professor doesn't just grade on the curve She sets the curve Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's alright. That a little for me. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and then Karen's is the Gram Dom can never be duplicated, imitated, or intimidated.
2: Listen, Karen is the queen
0: of everything. So I am a hundred percent behind this. What about you? I love it. I. Mm-hmm. Blindly stand her. There's nothing that she can do that is going to make me change my mind, and I'm saying this now, and I know that three months from now I'm going to regret it. But as of now, I just like I'm a Dom fan. Like I, I, I love her.
2: I was tempted to buy her perfume last night. I was like, you know what? I should support entrepreneurs, <laughs> but
0: then I didn't do it. I, I thought it's uh, quite pungent, and it lingers. Oh. Oh, and it evokes memories of um, an older woman, a more seasoned <laughs> woman than that. So.
2: <laughs> okay, it's it's on brand now. It's on brand. Yeah,
0: <laughs> do with that information what you will. Um, mm. So the first scene we see is Wendy. She's doing that TikTok silhouette challenge. Mm. Eddie's filming her in like a full. You're doing amazing, sweetie. He's like mm-hmm. smiling behind the camera. This is her invitation for a nude interlude party, which is not a thing. Um, <laughs> and she <laughs> says, on the invitation, it says, you know, it's redefining what it means to look and feel sexy. All guests are asked to wear shades of nude for a fun night of dinner, drinks, and a couple of surprise guests. See you soon, XO. <sighs> Wendy tries. Wendy tries so hard. You know, and you can't take that away from her. We can't. And honestly, she did look great. She looked great. She was clearly refreshed everywhere, <laughs> all over her body. More on that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that she said that she looked like a rich auntie who just got out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> she was giving us a uh, cookie. Right. From after. Fully. Fully Taraji. Um, <laughs> So then we see all the ladies getting ready, like Karen, who's talking to her plants and watering them and kissing the leaves. And Robin got a new house, moving out of the townhouse. Good for her. Um, Giselle's daughter is FaceTiming her, asking her where her lunch is. And Giselle hangs up on her. Um, And we see uh, Candace slash Dorothy's house as the editors <laughs> reminded us. And the sole sign of seven ninety nine seven 799000 And then the new house that she got for $1.1 million. It's mm-hmm. 10,500 square feet. Why does a woman of five foot one need that much space?
2: Why does someone with an out of income need that?
0: <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> like I was so, I was having hives just thinking about her financial situations right now.
0: Right. And what did you think about the house? Like, it wasn't really giving Candace to me, but I guess I don't really know what Candace is because she's been living in her mama's house this whole time.
2: Yes, it's a very, you know, Marilyn McMansion home, but I don't think she needs it. Why can't she just be like Ashley and have a, a cute, like, trendy
0: condo? I mean, They need to switch. trading. Yeah creating spaces i i want ashley out of that penthouse so badly it gives me anxiety seeing the child, the child <laughs> and the child that's about to come i just it something about that place it's just it's very dark it's it very, very dark it's like, i get really like cagey about these housewives being like i have to move into a bigger home because i'm having one more child and so we obviously need three thousand more square feet i can't live like this but, <laughs> Truthfully, like, Ashley needs to get out of that penthouse. They can, she really does. They can afford it. Like, girl, y'all need the space. They definitely do. They have two young boys and Michael,
2: you know? Yeah, but maybe he can't walk up the steps. I don't know. I don't know the <laughs> reason behind it, you know?
0: I don't know. Um, <laughs> we Speaking of the penthouse, we see Ashley and... Michael Sr. pretending to play happy family again every season. You know, it's like every, at the end of every season, it's like, oh, we're better than ever, stronger than ever. We're so happy at the beginning of every season. It's about how Michael's turned over a new leaf and right. she's so much happier. And then, you know, Michael Darby squeezes somebody's ass and, and everything <laughs> goes to shit. And it's just like one more cycle. Another turn of the page with them, and I just can't do it anymore.
2: I know it's a lot. And she was like, Oh, and of course, um, Michael is Dean's favorite. And like every scene we saw, Dean, he was like <laughs> running away from Michael.
0: Listen, Brittany, out of the mouth <laughs> of babes, they know that child knows. <laughs> they do, they really do. He was like, No, stranger danger. I don't <laughs> like this man. Please, I'd <laughs> <had those> <laughs> than have to touch this man he knew baby michael knew um michael and ashley have not had sex in five months so you know let's celebrate that yes Um,
2: (laughs) i i feel uncomfortable listening to them discuss their sex because michael just doesn't have boundaries i feel like Mm -hmm. um he very much pushes for it and i feel so uncomfortable for ashley
0: um, Ugh! I just you
2: know weird.
0: Imagine having to look at those wet red eyes and like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to think that, Kara. That's what I'm trying to not do. <laughs> he is such a creep. I it's like
0: shocking to me that they continue on with this charade and these shenanigans and I, I'm like. What is it about Michael? That's a big question. Like, that's an unfair question for you to answer. But why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) I I, wonder why a lot, too, with her and,
2: and Michael.
0: Like, I mean, we saw, okay, we know that your dad, your real biological father, not the one that you're married to, played the fuck out of you and, like, didn't open the door. I get that clearly you have daddy issues. You have admitted as much. But for me, it's like Michael gets humiliated over and over and over again Mm -hmm. of his own volition. Like, this is because he wants to. It's surprising to me that he continues to want to be on television.
2: (laughs) That too. Like, he has no shame. Absolutely none. None. I I think it's just a white man. Like, that, like, I mean, I didn't do anything wrong. Kind of like... You
0: know. Just, you know what it's yeah. giving me the last season of keeping up with the Kardashians, Tristan went like full on, I'm a good like father and I want to be a partner to you. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, Okay, duh, you're only not cheating on Chloe because of the pandemic and you don't have the opportunity to. And I feel like that's what's happening with Michael. Like he just doesn't have a hotel lobby to grope somebody in. That's <laughs> the only reason why this is going even slightly okay.
2: Right, that's probably the reason. And I, does she even live, like, I don't see her walking around with, like, designer clothes or anything. So I'm just like, what's the reason? She must really love him, I guess. That's the only thing that I can think of.
0: Love never occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> it never occurred to me that she might have a feeling for him. Okay, that's it. I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to have to think about that. Um, (laughs) So then we see Giselle showing up to Candace's house. And I just have a lot of questions because we know that Giselle, like, loves to be shady. And the first thing she said when she saw it was like, oh, George and Wheezy moved up. But then the second thing she said in a confessional was something like, oh, I'm just so happy that that, uh, Candace got out of her mom's purse. And, you know, she's 48 years old so let's put a pin in that comment my question is um Giselle just turned 50 mm-hmm. She just bought the new house a couple of years ago so that would put her around 48 mm-hmm. um the house that she lived in before that was at hers or was that Jamal's did we need to talk about purse persons or
2: just you a know, question <laughs> you know Giselle loves to project so you might be onto something
0: I just had a question. If we're <laughs> asking questions, I just had one for the group. <laughs> Who was on that deed? Because I don't think, I don't recall her having a job ever, except for every, every Hugh. That didn't last <laughs> Which, very
2: long, yeah, so. that didn't last very long.
0: Interesting. I just, you know, that we're in that $900,000 teardown. Remember Candace said that? So was mm-hmm. wondering where that coin came from. Anyway, um, Uh, Chris, I'm coming out proud to say that I am attracted to Chris and I don't care what anybody says. Mm. Sexy to me. I would like to see the brown dick. I'm just curious about it. (laughs) I just think he's like a good man and just something about, and like, this is sick of me. I'm admitting that something about him, like presenting Cut fruit on like a nice platter, and then just grab your lime, lime tall boy, and like go out in the corner. Yeah. That was hot to me. I, that was hot. You know?
2: Yeah, I'm not attracted to him. Oddly enough, I, I if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I tend to like questionable men, but yeah. I can't I can't get behind if I do think he's such a nice guy.
0: But I think Candace could still do better. You think Candace can do better. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Who would you see for Candace?
2: I don't, I think she can bag like a baller or something. Like she is cute. Her body is banging. True. She could get herself like a really rich dude. And here she is with this guy who like, they're struggling financially and he got three baby mamas. I'm like, you can do better. And she's in D.C. I feel like she can really bag herself someone like... Or even a politician, to be honest. Like, adjacent. Yeah. Not like Cory Booker. Like You know, yeah. like, someone that works in politics.
0: She could find herself like a cute little lobbyist. Mm-hmm. You're right. Former lawyer or current yeah. lawyer slash lobbyist. You're right. More yeah. Chris even. Um, so, what what happens after that? Okay, so they sit down... And Candace is like, okay, how are things going for you and Jamal? And then Del starts making up all these reasons about the pandemic. She only got to see Jamal once a month. COVID. He's around a bunch of people. I like to stay in my pod. Just excuse after excuse after excuse. And Candace is like, COVID? After the mountains (laughs) y'all have climbed? I don't believe it. And I don't believe it either. No one believes it. (laughs) I watched that whole instagram live where pastor holy whore tried to pull out his own binder after monique pulled out her binder on the reunion and he was trying to pull receipts on people that he didn't pull and he did admit like i'm single i was seeing other people and i i weird i don't know why i do know why like we clearly giselle is like a Kenya, she can't get it right when it comes to her picker Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make sense because they're both beautiful women and you should think that these men would be falling at their feet and yet here comes one goofy after another breaking their heart Mm -hmm. I get that, she doesn't want to admit that she got played but do you think she would have just come off better if she was like yeah it just didn't work out you know
2: yeah definitely like we all know the situation did not work out so she should have just been like yeah you know what we thought it was going to work out the second time and it didn't. And I'm alone now or something along those lines. But I just get so embarrassed of her bringing a man on the show. Cause I'm like, damn, next season, she's about to be single.
0: Right. <laughs> exactly. So the thing for me is clearly Giselle is taking this opportunity. <clears throat> she can't, she can't um, go after Monique because she's not on the show. Even though Monique was, like, number one, public enemy, or, uh, you know, uh, warned number one for going after Jamal. Mm -hmm. Can't do anything about him. Clearly, the next person in line would be Karen. For her to be, like, oh, Karen is talking about my kids and, like, bringing her kids into it, I thought was, like, a bit of a cop-out. It is. Because, like, girl, no shade, but shade. Everybody (laughs) talks about their daddy. Everybody knows about their daddy.
2: I <laughs> so, mean, the kids were all, like, dragging Jamal last season. They barely wanted to hang out with their own father, which was, like, a red flag.
0: Hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Or, or Angel and Adore are still waiting for their Nicki Minaj tickets. They didn't want that <laughs> damn restaurant. <laughs> they
2: really didn't like oh, my God, I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> they don't even like that dude. They didn't like the idea of her together with him, back mm-hmm. with him. With your own daddy. So why are you now holding this torch in the name of your family? Like, they know that you're, their dad's a dog. They know that. Terrible. It, it, I thought that was, like, a weird cop-out pivot for me. Like, if you want to be mad at her, then I guess, but, like, don't don't put the kids into it. I thought that was lame. Yeah. Um, so, then we see Karen at Ray at, at home. And I love their love because mm-hmm. I love that Ray does not play it up for the camera. He is constantly annoyed by Karen. <laughs> All of her like things that she does, like, please, can I sit in your lap? And he's rolling his eyes like, girl, we don't do this with the cameras. Like, why are we doing it now? <laughs> I just love him. Um, when she was talking about, like, I need to find my wedding dress because I want to take a piece of it for Raven, and he's like, are you sure she wants
2: that? <laughs> right. Right.
0: I love him. I also thought Karen's look in this scene was really cute. She had like a lime green kind of like juicy track suit. And then she had like the 90s layered hair. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked really good. Karen is like, mm, whatever work she's doing, perfection. It's so good. She looks just like um, Miss Tina Knowles. It, exactly. Exactly. She is like up there with like Luann in terms of whatever uh, weeks and and they're doing, they're just mm-hmm. perfect, perfect to their age, and it looks natural. Uh, shout out to you, Karen. <laughs> um, they're still planning their 25th anniversary vow renewal, but she doesn't want to call it a vow renewal because we all know what happens on Bravo. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> we're going to call it the second time. So nice, we did it twice, which is like so corny, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then they get the and everybody starts getting the invitation for Wendy. Ray's like, "Oh, can I see that again, please?" <laughs> <laughs> um, Karen saying, "I'm gonna delete this message, so you don't have to look at it again." And I just like, I I, I just love it. That anecdote that she just kind of slipped in about how Ray canceled their first wedding. Um, excuse oh, me. That. She Wait, said. What? She said that she went on vacation when she was younger, didn't tell him where she was going, and so that he got pissed off when she got back, he asked for the ring back. Oof. I'm like, more on that. Yes. I'll tell that like it's a little funny little story. Um expand, please. <laughs> um <laughs> So, okay. So then we get back to Giselle telling Candace that like last year I was really easy on Karen. Cause I just figured that like Karen had enough on her plate because her husband doesn't love her. She yeah. doesn't like his ding dong. But if you're going to make up lies about me, I'm going to tell the truth. And I've never done that. And she says, Candace is like, well, what are you going to say? And Giselle's like, Oh, just whatever. I feel like dropping that day. Like me, you know, whatever. I, I don't really care. Um, but you're not going to make up lies about me and my family for a year. Like, it's not cool. Candace is me. She's like, okay, I know that there are a lot of things that you could say about Karen. Can you just make sure that I'm there when you say that? (laughs) (laughs) I loved that. Um, So then we see Wendy Wendy and Eddie go to the doctor's office. Now, there have been these rumors about uh, perhaps like indiscretion happening with Eddie. Maybe he stepped out. Maybe he's got another kid out there somewhere. And maybe that's like painting my perception of their scenes in this episode. But I just felt like they knew that the rumors were going to come out. And so they were getting ahead of it by because like when they were in the uh, uh, waiting room, she was like, thank you so much. I know you have so many meetings that you could go to, but you're here to support me. And it, it just felt very fake to me. But I love their love. I just feel like they're doing too much.
2: Yeah, I really hope that's just a rumor that Giselle came up with.
0: I agree. That would really break my heart. I don't need Eddie breaking my heart like that.
2: Right. I, he, I trust him.
0: I implicitly, I trust him with my life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft.
1: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know... BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash everyone's business. And so I just don't need to be going out like that. Um, so she reveals that she has two fresh titties. Congratulations to you, Wendy. But then when she gets there for the consultation, the doctor seems pretty focused on her stomach and never <laughs> did anything or even mentioned her breasts. So the producer's like, have you gotten anything else done? And she's like, well, if I did, I would say that um, I will say that I saw her on Twitter saying that at the party, at her party later, she did tell the ladies that she had also gotten a BBL, but they yeah. didn't show that. But when Mia mentioned all of the book of work that she did, she says she got her ass done, and Wendy said, Oh, I haven't done that. So, right. what is the truth? Yeah, keeping my eye on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, then we see Robin and Juan. How are what are your thoughts on Robin and Juan?
2: I do not get it. I try, every time I try, then something else happens that makes me be like, I don't get this, and I don't Mm -hmm. know if they're, like, actually in a relationship, I can't figure it out, I really can't, and I do feel bad, because in this scene, you can tell that something else is going on with Robin,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: but I still don't get them as a couple, but Juan is fine, so I honestly, I get it, like, I would be in a situation, too, if I was with Juan.
0: Right. <laughs> right. I um yeah, their their relationship is interesting. And I often wonder, like, are we confusing real chemistry with the fact that they've known each other for a million years and they're both hot? Like, maybe that's blurring my perception of the whole thing. Um Yeah, clearly Robin's going through it. Juan I wouldn't say has tries to have a talk with her. He basically says you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, you go to Chick-fil-A every day, that's a turnoff for me because I'm actually doing shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think he could have been a little bit more gentle about that.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) Um, But I don't know. Like, How do you approach your partner about something that genuinely turns you off? Do you say that's a turnoff to me or do you... I don't know.
2: I mean, okay chick-fil-a it would break my heart if my partner was just like yeah you going to chick-fil-a every day it's it's turning me off because then i'm like damn i can never go back to chick-fil-a like no more (laughs) none of those anymore i can't do it anymore i want to make this relationship work right Um, but i feel like was so insensitive to what she was going through
0: yeah yeah, and I and think she,
2: that's just the basketball mentality, like that he
0: has. You tough um, love, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I really felt for her because you could tell she was embarrassed that mm-hmm. he said that, and I I feel I felt for her for sure. Um, then he brings up wanting to have kids, girls specifically. Yes. Um, is that a good idea? <laughs>
2: yeah, no kids. He's always been wanting a girl since we first met him.
0: Always. I don't
2: think that's happening.
0: I don't think it's happening. But I mean, this is what really hit me. It was like, I want to have kids, but like, are you even gonna be able to wake up for them? That was I was like, ooh, damn. Yeah,
2: that was <laughs> he was really dragging
0: her. Really. I will say the one thing that did redeem him was that he was like not playing behind that uh, mask and he was like <laughs> I'm trying to be Without my mask, there's too many people in here. Mm -hmm. I don't know them. And I love that. That was hot to me. Um, (laughs) So then we're back at Candace and Chris's place. And wow, we're really pushing for a Candace redemption arc this season, aren't we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. With these bonus children who were very like, how how do we go from drag me, Monique, to um, bonus mom? (laughs) You kids have taught me everything about love. Like, where did. What?
2: <laughs> when yeah, did this i confused by this?
0: Very confused. Um them Candace being totally put off by that math problem, which was very simple. And <laughs> computer, <laughs> that killed me. Like, girl, that is not an SAT level question. It's <laughs> subtraction. It's simple subtraction. Um so the producer asked Candace and Chris in like a double interview do you guys think that you'll see your own kids running around someday? And Candace is like, well, I'm not sure. And the producer, I cannot believe I forgot this, reminded them, hey, if you guys want to have kids, maybe you should, um, like, you can't wear condoms. And I just cannot believe that these married couple <laughs> is still using condoms for the That's that. so true. Oh, my God. Wow. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. This is, I think, is why I'm attracted to Chris, because I like the idea of, like, torturing men and like doing things to them that are unnecessary but they go through it anyway and that's like a sickness on my part Uh so like would I make my man wear a condom no but I like the idea of doing something in there that he has to do that he doesn't like but he does it anyway because he loves me
2: that's true that is true love right there
0: it is so that's why I'm single um (laughs) (laughs) um I love that Candace was like, my mom said that I would be your fourth baby mama. And he was like, no, you'd be my third. Thank you. Oh, sir. Um. So then we're at Wendy's house. It's all decorated in nude colors for this nude interlude party. The breast cake, the titty cupcakes. So funny that Eddie and Wendy were like making their kids have, hey, you can have these cupcakes, but what do those look like? And they're like, um, chocolate. <laughs> 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 like, okay uh, i don't know if i would have known that was a t- how old are those kids yeah
2: they're they're young
0: they're quite young
2: <laughs> and you know think about kids like robin's kids like they grew up in this pandemic i was shocked by how much they look a little bit older so than they were older before.
0: yeah I was listening to uh, Giselle and Robin's podcast, and I didn't realize that she named them after Jay Z because hey, Corey awesome. is Jay Z's middle name, and then Carter's the last name. Wow. Okay. Right. I did
2: not see that connection.
0: I did not know that their podcast is um, not great, but okay. it seems. Even- They've already gone on hiatus. I think it got to four episodes and I have not seen it on since. So I guess that was done. But that was a good information <laughs> that I got from that. Um, so apparently Wendy lives all the way up north of Baltimore. I, Giselle, this was what she was really funny. Like, I knew Wendy was Nigerian, but I didn't know she lived in Nigeria still. <laughs> 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 and then when she said that Wendy was still in customs, and that's why she couldn't open them for, the, for her guests. That was so funny. That was a level shade. Um, can we talk about Giselle's camel-colored jumpsuit with the with the sleeves and the? I I I liked it. You I didn't hate it. Yeah, like I would wear it for Giselle that was
2: like,
0: like
2: yeah <laughs> everyone was dragging her and I was like
0: I like this jumpsuit though it's cute with Giselle you have to meet her at her level because you know what right. she's not ever gonna give us what we want so ever. if we're grading on a curve as Wendy you know said that we should <laughs> Grave Giselle on the lowest curve. And I liked it. I thought for her that was good. The Telfar bag, cute, but not the same color as the outfit. So I'm that right. was a no for me. But mm-hmm. she tried. She tried. Those Telfar ads with the ladies of Potomac, have you seen them? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Giselle with her boot on. <laughs> they couldn't even,
2: like, Photoshop it out? I don't get it.
0: They could not Photoshop it out. This was, like, an incredible fashion campaign that you landed. And you look so – where's the boot?
2: All right.
0: think <laughs> just for the photos, like, take it off and put it on, like, put put another shoe on real quick, just for, like, three minutes. And put right, the –
2: Have her sit down something. <laughs> it this- was so dated looking. It looked like some – which is so on brand for – Potomac that it looked like something out of the early 2000s right (laughs) but I like that he's continuing doing the housewives because Sonya did it a few years ago
0: you know what he recognizes a bad bitch when he sees one (laughs) Yes, Sonia was like I was like oh what's Telfar that was my first experience what what Telfar was Mm um so then So Robin and and Giselle are left to their own devices, which is Mm -hmm. a terrible thing. I would never leave Giselle alone, unattended in my home. Never. Uh, (laughs) Remember Sharice did that once? Yes. She's too nosy. Mm -hmm. She should be upstairs before you know it. Um, (laughs) So they go around and look at the tables and... the places and the names the name cards and they're like Mia they're like who the fuck is Mia like I don't know that bitch do you know her I don't know her Uh, so this is like our first introduction to Mia she's Karen's friend Karen says that they met through um, a business acquaintance which I imagine is a production Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else it would have been bravo Uh, so Karen says like you know, I she's telling me like, oh, I told Wendy that you were coming. She was really excited. And then the flashback to Karen and Wendy having this conversation, she was like, Who? <laughs> okay. I guess you can bring <laughs> her. <laughs> okay. Okay, girl. Um, Wendy finally comes down and greets her guests. And she says Candace is not coming. And then we get a flashback to Candace saying that she's been on the commode or something hurting. Um Robin clocked it immediately and was like, I think Candice just doesn't want to come because she doesn't want to talk to Karen. Mm -hmm. Um, Then Karen tells Mia that Giselle has never really been warm to the new good-looking women in the group and basically to watch your back. And Ashley showing up heavily pregnant because she was like in the beginning, like, I'm 10 days from my due date. Mm -hmm. So pregnant going all the way up to Nigeria in those boots, and then trying to, like, fit in with the other women by putting some heels on, and
2: they're like, come
0: yeah. on, your ankles are so swollen, girl. Like
2: She's making like, sure she gets that check. And that's why I'm like, why are you with this man? If you guys aren't, I don't know.
0: Right. She was like, I know my contract is, like, I get paid per scene, so I gotta show up here, come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Um. So, Karen walks in, and Giselle is ready. She's staring at her. She's saying in a confessional, I don't understand why Karen didn't just beeline it to me immediately when she walked in and apologize. Mm-hmm. And because she didn't, I'm coming for her. Crazy. So the women start interviewing Mia and what do you do? Where's your house? What kind of house do you have? The same- <laughs> to Monique that Giselle tried to do with Monique and you know when Giselle tried to be like oh you don't have a home and Monique was like actually I have four homes Mm -hmm. no thank you Um, Giselle really tries it and then Ashley's talking to me she's like I'm picking up on a southern accent from you and she's like oh yeah we, we live in North Carolina we share a place in North Carolina and Wendy's talking about how she's got family in Durham or she used to live there and Mia's like, oh, yeah, my grandkids live in Durham. And everybody's like, excuse me? Because you just said you had a 12-year-old child. So is your husband older? (laughs) And then, can anybody on this cast do math? They're trying to figure out the difference between Mia and her husband. Robin is the only one who's breaking it down. It's like, no, if if there's a 36-year age difference, and you're saying that he's 66, then you would have to be 30, but you're saying you're 36. So <laughs> how old? And so it comes to be that there's actually a 32 year age difference. Um, do you believe that Mia's only 36? Cause I don't. Nope. Uh, she's definitely in her forties. Definitely. <laughs> um, no doubt about that. Um, but good on you for the chiropractic uh stores or whatever you call it that you have um, <laughs> no. um then Wendy does a whole speech because the women are like who are these surprise guests that you mentioned in the invitation are they strippers where are the strippers bring up mm-hmm. Eddie are you a stripper who's stripping
1: <laughs>
0: showing skin and so Wendy does this whole long-winded thing about I never did anything after my kids and there's nothing I've done truly for me and you know, the definition of interlude is to take a moment, and you know, I've really just never taken a moment for me, and this whole fucking speech, just to reveal that she got some fake titties, girl. Yeah, so long-winded. So long So long-winded. Wendy's gotta ran it in a little bit, but I'm enjoying it, but she's bordering on annoying for me. But I'm still liking it. Um. So then... Robin killed me in a confessional. She's like, I know you didn't just do this whole speech for you to show me your titties. Like, what's going on with that ass girl? And (laughs) Because we all know there was nothing going back. And how shady of the producers to show that she really really had no ass. She had none. Absolutely not. It was just a board. Straight back. Ass on King of the Hill. Like, (laughs) um, so, they're like, okay, what's going on behind you? And Karen's like, listen, Wendy's been refreshed. Okay. Like I, we went to lunch. I, there was something different around her. face. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but she's clearly being like obviously evasive about what all she's had done. To me, it's like, okay, you've clearly had a nose job. Mm-hmm. Kitty, very fresh. Um. The ass is different. Again, I'm not really sure why the editors would have taken out the BBL part. Yeah. Because that was not anything. It. Yeah. Um, so then, okay. Karen, look, <laughs> Karen's like, just tell me who your doctor is because I'm not mad at what you've done. Like, mm-hmm. give me the reference, girl. So they all sit down for dinner. Ashley, you know asked some very weird question of like respectability pro- politics, basically of like how are you gonna dress for a professional setting when you have tits, <laughs> which like, I, like I always do. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, what else is she gonna do? And so Mia's like, girl, I can't stop looking at your boobs. And have you had anything else done? And then Wendy goes right back and it's like, well, um. I've had some tweaks, but, like, what have you had done? Because it looks like you've had a lot of work. Yeah. I was like,
2: damn, Wendy. I'm like, Wendy, we just came here for you getting what? your work done. You didn't have to be all shady with that.
0: You had a whole party for your titties, Happy and Ness.
2: <laughs> so corny.
0: And now you want a surgery shame of the other girl. Okay. <laughs> so then Mia was like right, roll that beautiful bean footage I've had my titties done Botox, fillers, boobs tummy tuck, abdominoplasty ass, more and more and more and I can go on because I don't really have any shame about it not like you Wendy and (laughs) Wendy's like okay well that's great I haven't had any of those done which seems like a lie Mm -hmm. and then it reveals that she's had her clit worked on now I'm very sex positive I won't I don't mind having like a sex talk around a dinner table even amongst strangers I'm I'm not that kind of girl but when you say you've had your clit worked on that's phrasing that I need more answers on like what do you mean worked on (laughs) I wish they had expanded on that because I was like I didn't even know
2: you can get that done and why would like that's not something I would think about getting done
0: Right. Like, did you get it done? Is it worked on from a, like, a aesthetic point? Was there something happening? I love Ashley was like, that thing has been beat to a pulp. That's the only thing that I can do. (laughs) I loved that. Um, Then... Karen's like, oh, where's Candace? And Wendy's like, oh, well, actually, 10 minutes ago, she just said she wasn't going to come. And again, Robin's like, I, I think Candace didn't want to be here because of you. And Karen's like, okay, well, I'm not going to ignore the fact that Ca- Candace is probably deeply hurt. Um, <clears throat> we'll just see. We'll just see what happens. And then Ashley's like, I've got an issue with Candace, too. We're not really on the same page. I just don't think we align with one another. Do you think that it's fair of Candace to continue to be upset with Karen because she was so neutral during that stuff with Monique? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,
2: I feel like Candace saw um, Karen as like this second mother figure. So she was probably very disappointed that she wasn't team Candace. Yeah. And Candace has that like, is either me or, you know, or nothing kind of like, Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, it just seems that she would very much want everybody to be team her. Or, and if not, then she's against you. And yeah. so I, that's where we're standing with her and, and Karen.
0: Yeah. it's. um I've been watching The Hills. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to say anything about that. I know it's embarrassing. But <laughs> with that being said, Spencer and Heidi are still on the shit that they've been on since the beginning. We're just like, if you're not with us, you're against us. You're an enemy of the state. If you're not like, fully on our side and that's what it's giving to me and i just feel like i want candace to let that go i would like for her to let that go
1: and just be friends with
0: karen you know um so then what happens to that okay so then wendy says my hope is that at some point all of us can get together and come to a place where we all get along. And Giselle's like, well, you know what? That might be difficult. <laughs> um, and Wendy's like, why? And Giselle says, well, you know, I can't stand Karen. And Karen's like, well, the feeling's mutual. Thank you. And um, then <laughs> what happens? Um, Giselle says, uh, me and drunk Karen are probably good on each other. So, I, you know, I've decided I'll just tell you the truth. Your whole truth, and nothing but it your drunk truth your cheating truth your broke truth karen's like you don't want to do this Mm
1: -hmm.
0: shut up (laughs) giselle's like you know i'm gonna sprinkle it out over time i'm not just gonna drop everything tonight um karen's like okay so do you want to talk about your fiery box Mm -hmm. and that's why you can't keep a man Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you want to do that I love Mia asking Giselle, what is a fiery box? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, So then she's like, What are you talking about? She's like, You're coochie, it's fiery. Karen's like, Yes, you have a hot box, a hot box. And why don't you tell everybody what's going on between those legs of yours? And Robin's like, Are you a gynecologist? Like, what? Everybody is so confused. Everybody, like, Karen, I just love that they met each other immediately. Mm -hmm. They They were on each other's level. They're like, I see where you're going. I'm going to meet you at the top of the hill, girl. You're not going to get me, bitch. If we're going to do this, we're going to do it. And that's what I love to see is that they were both on ready. They were both ready to get messy. Karen was like, "Oh, you don't want to do this, girl. I'm giving you a little bit of a warning. But okay, if you want to talk about me being broke, we can talk about your fiery box. That's no problem to me. She just, she no problem. Ease, ease. Didn't even break a sweat. No, didn't even think. Didn't um act confused. Right. She didn't um try to fight her. She's like, oh, I see what you're doing, and I'm ready. <laughs> I loved that.
2: I." I- too and then i felt bad
0: because candace wasn't there she was like right like can somebody get Candace on facetime please um wendy's like can we stick to talking about titties and not people's coochie like what's happening here um in the confessional giselle says my box is a wap box karen's box is a dry box and i would rather have a wap box than a dry box any day of the week Oh, Lord. Okay, so then back at the table, Giselle says, Karen's just obsessed with my coochie. You all know that that ding-dong in her house is broken, meaning Ray's <laughs> Then um, Karen says, what you won't do is disrespect my husband when your ding-dong is everybody in everybody else's vagina. And then Giselle's response is, well, at least it works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it killed me. Uh, then Karen just pulls out an oozy and says, "You're a broken whore from Hampton University, and everybody knows it. Mm. And that's why we went to Sing Sing, the prison. What is she?" Doing? <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> wow, Sing Sing came up. Everybody's so confused. I'm so confused. I need to hear more about Sing Sing. Did you oh. see that when she explained that on, on uh Watch What Happens Live? No, what did she say?
2: She was like, I don't know what Sing Sing is. He was like, What do you mean? I <laughs> don't know what Sing Sing is. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, I thought it was like a you know a mental institution. He's like, No, it's a prison. <laughs> oh, <that's> so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, God bless Karen god bless her that is so (laughs) maybe she meant Bellevue that is really so funny um wow who do you think I mean we're not done we're still in the middle of this fight but who are you whose side are you on as of now are you team um dry box or are you team (laughs) broken oh my
2: god I am team I'm no one's team because I love the dynamic between Karen and Giselle. Like, I want this to happen all the time. Loved it. I, who are you team on? Are you?
0: I mean, I'm gonna be team Karen, I'm gonna be team um, Dry Box. <laughs> I just feel like I just don't like that Giselle tried to make it about her kids as to why she's mad when really okay. she's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I wish that she would just admit that she's embarrassed. Right. Because nobody would, everybody would understand that. And I feel like a lot of people like Giselle that they would just be like, eh, we get it. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think, I think it would endear her to the audience of anything. Yeah. Truthfully. Um... And I just think that Karen is so funny and so quick. But I do, I I need them to not go too far with one another,
2: True.
0: because they're too good together. Even as enemies, they're better together.
2: Right, I agree.
0: So I'm I'm really really looking forward to this. Um, oh Lord, this was such a treat. And if this you- is episode one. Episode one, girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it here. I'm so happy.
2: Every I'm other so- franchise, you got to wait like six episodes before you get anything like this. Right.
0: Right. Right. Like comparing this to like you can't. I mean, you can't compare it to what's happening in Beverly Hills in New York. Like the girls just can't take it. They can't They can't handle it. They don't have the range. They don't. Not one bit. <laughs> um do you have any final thoughts from the episode um what are you hoping for for this episode or the season rather
2: gosh I don't even know where we're even going like that I have no idea where which way we're going who whose side I should be on who I should not like um I hope that Wendy is a little bit loose I don't know if that's the right word I should be using with her but like I just felt she was so uptight last season with the whole like six degrees kind of thing. And she's yeah. Dr. Wendy. It was like, we get it. You're very, you know, successful, but that's not why you're on the show. You're on the show to be messy. I need her to be messy. And I wonder if this might be the one season Michael's not being messy.
0: The, I mean, we have not heard anything from Michael. And again, I think that's just because of the pandemic. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll definitely see. Um, did, what were your first impressions of Mia?
2: Well, Carlos King said that she is someone to watch, and I think that Carlos King knows, you know, a queen bee when he sees one. True. Um, I couldn't really gauge what kind of what kind of energy she's going to give us this season, and we saw that she had like some sad childhood story that she's going to bring up. Yeah. But I need to know if she's going to be able to, like,
0: you know, have clapbacks for every one of them. Yes. I I will admit that I did judge her a little bit by her cover. And I'm just wondering if she's going to be too, a little too uptight, a little too, like, snobby. Mm-hmm. There's something about the mink stole that she wore to that party that was like, I just don't know what we're getting get out of Mia. Um, And I am very protective of this brand or this franchise because there really haven't been a whole lot of changes and it's been so consistently good.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So I'm worried about that. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see why she throws a handful of romaine lettuce at Candace. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to Candace having a new enemy. I think that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I I need to see where we go with Karen and Giselle. But I mean, based on what we've seen, I did see Andy ask Karen to say something nice about Giselle. And what did she say? Like, oh, she's sticking to primary colors is her wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. So funny. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think, If anybody needs to worry about it out of the two of them, I think it's going to be Giselle.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, she shot her right up in the reunion. I've never seen Giselle quiet before. So I hope Giselle knows her match.
0: We have not seen just like a thorough takedown since Phaedra told Kenya that the only way she was going to get a baby is if she paid a guy to jizz in a cup for a pizza. Remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you came back from that, but we, that was, yeah. Karen just being like, is uh, Jamal coming to the reunion? Like, that was just enough. That was, was enough to take her down. <laughs> and I loved it. Um, yes. But again, thank you so much for doing this. Tell everybody where they can find you.
2: You can find me on Twitter as sleep To dream or TikTok, which is drip, drip, nee Brittany, sorry, which is B-R-I-T-T-N-Y. And... Instagram, Brittany D. Pierre.
0: You um, just came across, I just came across your TikTok on my For You page, by the way.
2: Which one was it?
0: It was about, was it about Crystal? Did you say something about Crystal?
2: Oh, I might have. Uh, that was like a reply to this disaster oh. that I missed.
0: <laughs> it was about Ebony. It was your opinion about Ebony. <clears throat> yeah,
2: which just made all white people just become racist. <laughs>
0: You feel like I saw in your comments like don't get too comfortable, white people. Like Oh my
2: God. They were like so (laughs) bad in the comments. I was like, what did I do? (laughs) Uh
0: but I don't disagree with you. So keep on, keep on. (laughs) Because you had I I did go through it and I, I followed you. So um yeah, you guys follow her everywhere. I will put the link to your Twitter in the episode description. Again, thank you so much for talking to me about this. And uh yeah, you have a great day.
2: Thanks, you guys. Bye.
0: (laughs) Bye.